0: Hello, welcome to What's the Fuss About Diversity? I'm your host, Edwina Patterson.
1: And my name is James Patterson, Jr.
0: And today, we're going to spend a little time introducing ourselves to you and our new podcast. We're so excited. We're going to get started with a little jingle. Um, <laughs> Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Ready?
1: hmm Totally.
0: Hello. Welcome to our very first podcast, What's the Fuss About Diversity? I am your host, Edwina Patterson.
1: And I am your co-host, James Patterson, Jr.,
0: And we're so excited to start this conversation with you. James and I have put together a little jingle that we'll refine as we continue on with our podcast. Because, of course, this won't be the last. We'll start the singing. What's the fuss about
1: about? diversity?
0: I said, what's the fuss
1: about diversity?
0: We need to talk about it
1: at the table.
0: Talk about it
1: at the table.
0: This podcast is about diversity. And we thought we would come to the table to make this more of a human and intimate discussion. Uh, It's become such a point of division here recently uh, when it's really meant to be a unifier, you know? Uh, Diversity is not just about race, people. I mean, it's so much more to diversity than that. It's actually also an opportunity for us to learn from each other and for us to grow, you know? Of course. So diversity covers race, but it also covers ethnicities, genders, classes, capability, experiences, exposures. It's about individual, multiple identities, or should I say intersectionality. It's about international travel versus domestic travel. It's about height and weight. It's about people who love meat, who are vegetarians, who are pescatarians, who are vegans. My point here is that we are all different. And in those differences are our uniqueness, but we also have some similarities. And so JP and I are hoping to bring this discussion to reach an audience, a global audience, if you will, of adults and of teenagers. JP, from your perspective, from your age group, what's your definition of diversity? Well,
1: like you said, it's just a combination of different races, genders, ethnicities, ideas, and classes. Um, when I think about diversity and what we should all be thinking about diversity is being able to come together as one whole and discuss these very, dif- these very differences.
0: I like that. I like that.
1: And certainly m- more recently what I've been noticing, our inability to do so is detrimental. To our quality of life,
0: I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I like that, you know. And I, I say often, and I've scripted a little bit here so that I don't get off topic. But I say often that we don't all have to agree on every point either, right? Right. When we're talking about diversity, um, all of this is rooted in just trying to get an understanding and to come to some level of empathy for the other person's walk or the other person's journey. Of course. Um, I know that JP and your age group, that you all are facing many issues um, dealing with diversity as well. So do you think that what's the fuss about diversity will appeal to your age group? Do you think that we could bring topics um, to the table to have a conversation about them that, um, would be a welcomed conversation for your age group?
1: So not only do I think it would be a welcome opportunity, I think everybody would deeply enjoy this. Okay. Um, Hearing it from an adult's perspective and a teenager's perspective, I think what I've been noticing around my age group is that we are very divided in, at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to talk about diversity amongst my age group because uh, we have the... I've been noticing this idea that we should start getting in to serious uh, subjects or serious topics when we turn 18 and we're allowed to vote. And you know, I've really noticed with noticed this with everything. And that's just not true. That's not the case. You, right. you need to be ha- able to have these mature conversations right. when you get older.
0: Right, exactly. I love that. I, I love that. I love that uh, being able to use your voice, right? right. And knowing how to use your voice and, and using your voice from an advocacy perspective, but also being able to reach out and touch um, others that are not like you. Right. Exactly. And it doesn't always have to be where you're on the defense or uh, where you're always trying to protect only what you believe. Right. Um, one of the partners of diversity that when I talk about diversity Um, i like to also be sure that you mention or that we discuss inclusion, right? right? And so I've heard it stated, uh, JP, that um, both visually and relatably, um, that the interpretation here between diversity and inclusion is like this. You say that diversity is actually the invite to the party, okay? But inclusion is actually being invited to dance once you get there. Right. Right? Of course. And so it's not just enough for us. You know, I think society has taken this diverse, diversity and inclusion conversation and they've uh, put it into boxes, right? And they say, oh, we're going to provide this training or, or we're going to have these discussions. And, and we think that that makes everyone comfortable with the conversation, but we're really not listening to each other. Precisely. Right. So. And so this is a time uh, here at our table we are looking to bring others to the table whether we agree with them or disagree with them. Right. As long as I think we're staying respectful we're listening with the intent to understand and we're ready to actually sit at the table and have a discussion. Right. Um. What about inclusion for you, Jay and for your age group what what kinds of things can you point out that uh you've experienced in the way of being excluded that relates to inclusion when they talk about diversity and inclusion
1: so I think i'm I'm a really hone in on on this exclusion part that you just said, so being excluded during like that sort of inclusion period is mm-hmm. a very. So for minorities, it's a very traumatic experience. Okay. Because as a minority in a majority white area or white high school, what I've noticed is that they kind of use me as a sort of prop, a prop up basically. Mm-hmm. They want to show that, ooh, they're hip. They're cool. Look at us. I'm not racist or I'm not discriminatory, even though they never really include me in their conversations. And if they do want to include me in their conversation, it is only so I can... Um, what was it? Say negative things about my own race and ethnicities or someone else's race and ethnicities or genders.
0: So you feel like inclusion is, um, it's only when it benefits um, someone else, not necessarily, um, it's not a benefit to understand more about you or to understand more about um, other minorities.
1: That is exactly
0: what I'm saying. Okay. And so that's a conversation that I think as we bring more conversations to the table, we have to really explore that um, because when we engage um, in, o- in order for self gratification or for our own purposes, you really aren't learning anything from that. Nothing right.
1: Done
0: now. No, you're just continuing the same conversation. And so, that's a very good point, um, James, and something that we have to put on our agenda for the next set of discussions that we have and people that we bring in is, you know, when there is engagement, it must be honest engagement, right? Right. Of course. So I I like that. I I really like that. Um, I like that portion of the conversation. You know, I believe that as we are bringing. These discussions to the forefront, we have to remember, all of us, regardless of race and ethnicity, um, genders, um, that we have to be enablers of change. We have to be enablers of progress. We have to be enablers of growth. Each and every one of us has a responsibility to ensure that that happens, right? Sure, and it can't be at the expense of someone else's journey. Like it's not okay when you're in discussions and it's an opportunity to understand where someone else is coming from, right? Where another group is coming from and you minimize their experience because it doesn't feel comfortable to you. Right. right. And so you all, you have to always be willing Um, I I call it and I've often called it and what I'm venturing into more right now is experience being um, comfortable being uncomfortable. That it's okay to be comfortably uncomfortable if it means that it's going to get you or gain you more knowledge about someone else or give you an opportunity to grow. And, and that's what I think the beauty in discussing diversity is is that it's not meant to be divisive. It's not meant to be pointing the finger at one race over the other. It's not meant to be um, you know pushing blame. It's not meant to be that. It's meant to be an opportunity to come together and learn of course right. because there's so much to learn about. Can I see your question? Yes.
1: So I want to go back to that sort of trying to understand where someone else is coming from. mm-hmm. You know, at, at what point do we do I draw the line where if that person if I want to understand where they're coming from, but at that same point, that person doesn't want to acknowledge any of my struggles like they just they only want me to acknowledge theirs.
0: I think that, um, James, when you're in a and you're in that kind of situation, I think the bigger problem is you're working with someone that doesn't know how to have a discussion. Right. Right. A discussion is not meant to be one-sided. It's not meant to be one person talking only all the time. It's not meant to be one subject uh, being breached all the time. It's not meant to be that. It's meant when you say you're coming to the table to have a discussion, and I'm actually glad we went here because, you know, everyone always talks about, hey, I want my seat at the table, right? Right. But then when it's time to have that seat at the table, it's like diversity and inclusion. You can't just invite people to come sit at the table and have a talk, but then you don't let them talk. You can't have them come and have a seat at the table and tell them that their voice matters when you really don't want to hear. Right? Precisely. And then after, even after you start that conversation and they're talking, you got to be willing to what? Listen. Listen. That's what having a discussion is all about. And so I guess I'd, I'd like to know, what, what do you do in that situation when you are, you find yourself giving, right? Always giving, or I'm sorry, always being the one that's receiving, but never having the opportunity to give. So no one's ever taken into account what you have to say and, and what your experiences bring. How does that how does that feel? I mean, how do you process that, really?
1: So I think I've noticed this a lot amongst you know, many minorities, um uh, genders and ethnicities. That feeling of always listening to someone or making someone else feel comfortable with with the conditions that have been placed on you. Mhm. And, and- and for us that feel that, it's really annoying because it's like, we're always listening to you, but what about us?
0: Right. And so understanding how to have a conversation, sometimes I think when you find yourself in the middle of those situations, I think it's fair to just step back and go, hey, you know what? I feel like I've feel like i given you ample time to... Express yourself, or to to talk about it from your perspective. I'd like to take a shot at making sure you understand my perspective as well. And and I've said this to you before, JP, and and you and I talk about this, you know, because you're very strong will right? <laughs> very opinionated, but very well read, and right. that's what I can appreciate about you. So I, I I what I've said to you before is that when you find yourself in a discussion. And you leave the discussion and you're into an argument where you're trying to dissuade the feelings or opinions or perspectives of someone else. To me, you've left um, the space in which you can really be um, productive. Right. And so at that point, I think you have to pull yourself out of the discussion, one, and then two make sure that whoever you're in the discussion with right now you've moved into another zone right where it's not um it's not going to benefit anyone to continue the discussion and you say hey you know what we're no longer having a discussion right of course and so that's very important correct definitely oh, yeah so you know when i when i think about this podcast um i'm looking forward to bringing other guests on and um, we now have Zoom capabilities, which is going to be fun uh, mm-hmm. to bring some of your school friends in that have issues that maybe even disagree with your perspective. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there too.
1: Oh, that would be mighty fun, okay. <laughs>
0: That's an right? And so and and so even for me as an adult, JP, there's discussions that happen on our end um, about diversity that. Um, you know, people mistake, uh, Have they, they have a, a problem understanding that we can agree to disagree and still have spirited discussions that are substantive. We don't always have to agree on a perspective, but, you know, we have to agree that we can't discount another person's perspective. So I don't have to believe Exactly as you believe. Right. But I need to have I need to be able to have a discussion with you and be able to communicate my perspective. And and who knows, maybe if we are both in the discussion together and we have genuine intent of understanding or trying to understand, then maybe you will get to an agreement at some point. Right.
1: Right. So for me. I think there are just some ideas that you cannot agree to disagree on because now, of course, let me explain on that. Agreeing to disagreeing is meaning that there is in some way some leeway there. And for some things you cannot have leeway. That is when you're talking about racism, sexism, misogyny or homophobia. Okay, I think I can agree with you there. Right.
0: I think I can agree with you there.
1: And now, when you leave some sort of leeway there, you leave the other person that has those ideas to think that, in some ways, my ideas are kind of okay, when it's not. If those ideas hurt people in any sort of way based off of something that they cannot control, then I, I just cannot agree to disagree with you. But I do agree with you on the point where you're saying that there are some ideas where I can disagree, agree to disagree. We can find some common ground there. But
0: I like that. I like that you brought those up that way because I think that's exactly where you have to draw the line. And I like what you said there, JP. You said when it's something that is harmful to someone else, um, uh, pointing at things that they can't change but continue to be attacked or continue to be marginalized because of those things, then, yeah, I agree with you. I think at that point, though, JP, and let's see if you agree with me here, I think at that point you've left a discussion and you're into that danger zone that I spoke about earlier, right? Right. And so I think that when we're having conversations, we have to know when we have walked away from a substantive discussion that can yield uh, growth and learning, right? Right. And so I, I, that's, I think that's where I am with it. So for this podcast, I will tell you that what I'm hoping for is to try to get out of that, take diversity out of that spirit of hate, take diversity and inclusion and in that whole conversation out of that spirit of divisiveness and bring it back to center where we can all have discussions that may be raw, right? Right. Um, Maybe on some topics that are sensitive to some. Of course. But discussions that need to be had. And I like to think that we'll walk away from each and every one of these episodes when we have guests or when we have people that are making comments. And, and I, I wrote this because I don't want to lose this point. Every single time we sit at this table... We will ensure that we're walking away with what can I do, my personal accountability. I completely agree. With my circle of influence or in my personal space to make the efforts for building better relationships and for making a connection through all of these topics. That's what I'm hoping that this conversation yields us. Not just another conversation about diversity, not just another um front or cover for that politically correct uh dialogue that gets us nowhere because I think when you leave the room from having conversations, I think you got to be ready to act right
1: precisely,
0: yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for um. We have, JP and I have a website um, for uh, what's the fuss about diversity. It is WTF, WTF,
1: <laughs> you
0: got it, you got it, <laughs> about diversity at gmail.com. That's WTF about diversity at gmail.com. So JP and I are looking for topics. Um, We're looking for um, ideas on guests that we could have on our show um, to help us spread this word and to bring some positivity um, back into the discussion of diversity and inclusion. Um, We are hopeful that as we bring these topics to you, and we'll have topics Um, quite frequently that we'll hone in on, both from an adult perspective, I guess I should call myself more seasoned, and from a teenage perspective. A teenage perspective, right, right. A cool,
1: groovy (laughs) teenage perspective, mind
0: you. Right, right, right. Okay, all of that, all of that, JP. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that energy into it. I like that. Oh, you're so welcome. So, as I stated earlier, um, as an individual, um, I'm an introvert. And funny enough, we're sitting here doing this podcast. My son and I are both introverts. Yes, Um, very much so. (laughs) We have um, our own way, um, I think, I would say for me, I I won't speak for JP. I'll let him speak for himself. But for me, um, I can turn on the extrovert button when... uh, Um, You know, it's um, needed, but I am most comfortable in my introvertness and, um, but very, very willing, um, like I've said, to have conversations um, that help move us to the center because I think um, being in the center just provides you so much more opportunity for learning. JP, what would you say about your introvertness and kind of where, how that's going to add into the conversation? You've already exemplified that you are not afraid to voice your perspectives. Um, How do you feel about that? Do you think that holds you back at all from being like open? Do you see yourself being able to, Really bring excitement to the show?
1: So, yes, I am definitely an introvert, but when I need to be, I will be an extrovert. Okay. If it's something that I'm deeply, and I mean deeply passionate about, I will voice that opinion so everyone hears me. Okay. I refuse to be left unheard, and I refuse refuse for you not to hear me. Wow. And that is it.
0: I wonder where he gets that from. I don't know. I, I just... Very strong personality. Yes, <laughs> might be like mom, Maybe. little like dad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking for um, a unifying dialogue, uh, with this uh, podcast, um, and we're looking to create a positive exchange. Um, the type of exchange that we want to see beyond these walls um, that we've been so fortunate enough uh, to be a part of um, and given an opportunity for this podcast. And so um, when JP and I were uh, preparing for this, we were talking back and forth about – what some of our, our topics could be. I can tell you that one of the topics that I'm going to want to bring forward is allyship and talking about what that means. In fact, that may be the very next uh, segment um, that we discuss because right now, um, at this very time, this moment in time, let me say it that way, I think that there are a lot of people that are searching uh, for an opportunity to join in and help ensure that everyone has a voice and that that voice is not um, suppressed in any way. Right? Right. What do you think, Jay, about having that conversation? Do you think that that's something that teens would want to talk about or hear about learning and understanding how you know, they can be a part?
1: So for me, quite honestly, I, I couldn't care less if they didn't want to hear about it or talk about it, but it's something that needs to be talked about. Okay. Having the conversations that you don't want to talk about. Okay. Is an important way that we can all progress. I agree with that. And that's the point about everything. Right. Progressing, progressing, progressing.
0: Right. But do you feel like you have, is there a group that we can pull on that you think if you said, hey, here's the discussion that we're bringing forward. Um, You know, we're going to need your, we'd like to have your perspective, or we'd like to have you be a part of these discussions. Do you think that, uh, you would have a group that you could bring in to have those discussions?
1: Oh, most definitely. Okay. I, I love hearing different perspectives. I love hearing how things work. I would say that I'm very educated and very informed on a lot of opinions or ideas and ideologies. But it's always important for me to hear everyone else's, okay. everyone else's, make sure everyone gets a voice.
0: Okay. So you heard it right here. Um, the next time you hear our voices, um, the next time uh, you're a part of this podcast, What's the Fuss About Diversity? Um, JP and I will have, um, we'll Zoom some folks in uh, to help us uh, progress this conversation. But for right now, um, we want to say to you that we are so very grateful that you have allowed us um, time to spend and introduce uh, this program with you, and I'm excited to share Um, this podcast with my son and to um, see him progress his voice and project his voice um, as he um, learns so much more and seeks to teach um, as well. So JP, in a second, we're going to wrap this thing up. Is there anything else you want to say to um, hype up our audience?
1: I mean, nothing really I have to say, none at all. Can I just add one more thing? Sure, about what absolutely, we about absolutely. So I really cannot hone on this like, anymore, but it is important that we have these conversations. Right. It is indicative that we do that. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old you are. right? If you're in elementary school, if you're an elementary school teacher, middle school, middle school teacher, high school, high school teacher, etc., right. you need to be having these conversations amongst yourselves, your kids so they will not grow up to be, have hate in their hearts hearts or ignorance.
0: That's right. I love that. I love that because it all starts, right? We teach, right? Exactly. Um, And um, as much as we can spread the word of love and kindness and peace, um, then we start to see those things emulated around us in our environment. And I, for one think that um, we have a community of people that is ready to have those conversations and it is open, open to further dialogue. And so we'll leave with this. And we'll probably leave with something similar to this at the end of each podcast. Remember, your words are powerful, your actions are memorable. So always, always include a little positivity and encouragement in your messaging so that you are empowering other people in their daily journal journey. I'll say that again. Always remember, your words are powerful. Your actions are memorable. So always include just a little positivity and encouragement in your messaging so that you're always empowering other people on their individual journey so JP and I now we're going to take you out on this thing now and we came in on the song we got to go out on the song now JP JP is struggling with this song but we're going to We're going to show you how we do it, okay? I do
1: not like singing the song.
0: (laughs) He's always willing, right? Of course. All right, here we go. What's the fuss?
1: About diversity.
0: Hey, I said what's the fuss?
1: About diversity. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're going to talk about it. At
1: the table. Talk about it. At the table.
0: Thank you for joining
1: us. Groovy.